everybody welcome to another episode of wait let me think we are in the studio with our co-host today sean say hello to the peoples hey what's up peoples yeah so It'll today be like, like four minutes right yes this is true it's All gonna right. be a quick podcast quick we're gonna talk about beulah we're gonna talk about beulah beulah is a sitcom that aired on uh the cbs network i believe it was a cbs network between the 19 19- 50 through 1953 started as a radio show uh had mcdaniel is the is the main character named beulah who was the housekeeper interesting thing about this show is that she's the first uh, african-american woman to have her own show um and i didn't really watch it because i just assumed it would be like a racist piece of garbage and uh i've watched about five episodes of that show and you know how you watch something that's really old and black and white with black people? You just assume, okay, this is racist. I'm not going to watch it. Watched it, and it kind of reminds me of the Cosby show a little bit. Just a little bit. Cosby show in what way, though? Because the Cosby show was actually pretty revolutionary and groundbreaking as far as having a completely black cast that wasn't portrayed to be less than blue collar. Like, you know, the... Cosby had his own thing. The mother was like a doctor. The kids were all in college at some point. So, you know, like what what gives it that comparison? Uh, okay, well, mind you, this is 1950. And uh, the thing that, the reason I think it's a little bit groundbreaking is um, a lot of the scenes are with black people. There was two or three scenes that go by. You don't see a single white person. So you'll have Beulah, and then she's got this uh, neighbor who's like, a, he's a caretaker. He's like a landscaper. He comes in, and he's like her boyfriend. He'll just come in the house or just walk in like, hey, what are you cooking? Yeah, nineteen fifty shows had that all the time. <laughs> Some random There's, guy coming in. Yeah, and it's just interesting because, like, the family they work for are like, the the supporting characters almost mm-hmm. the black people are the main characters right in oh a way. so they're so just in this show they're main characters they're not side they sh- they they share exactly the same amount of screen time you know and they're not yeah nineteen fifty yeah that is and pretty... they're really not a stereotype I mean I the episode I watched this morning I could show my niece and nephew that show and and be okay to show that to them the cinematography is really is really nice. I'm looking at some of the pictures right now. And um like this episode was about the little boy was afraid to like go to the dance and stuff. Like mm-hmm. if anything, it's more sexist than racist. It's got a lot of like male female tropes in it. Yeah, way that more, was 1950s too. Way though. more way more male female tropes than like black white tropes actually. Mm-hmm. There was no like hey, how you doing? Like none of that was there. And I was okay. Really so they didn't make them what is it uh what do you call it when you speak in, I guess, slave talk? It's uh, yeah, pretty much the slave language, yeah. And so what I got from it is, other than the fact that they were like working for these white people mm-hmm. all the time, it was pretty much a free flowing show for them to be yeah. portrayed as something more than just your typical oh, black and slave. And they're in this house. They're in this house mm-hmm. while the people are gone. The husband's at work. The wife is gone. And you got the black people just hanging out in the house, Are like you sitting down and having lunch. Dude, it's really interesting. No, I'm really there was one scene where they go in, and Bill, who's who's uh Benjamin's boyfriend, is in the garage with all these little white kids playing music while they're dancing. So it was just really interesting to to see that, just knowing that that was 1951, and you got this 
50-year-old black man inside a garage with all these little white kids dancing and the parents are nowhere to be found. What was the premise of that then? Like, why okay. were they in there in the first place? Because that in itself is just like so the little, random. The little boy has to go to uh, the school dance. Mm -hmm. And they have to... Is it to... one of those episodes where they're like, I don't know how to dance. Well, I, honey, I'll teach you. Yeah, and so the mom's like... Oh, I'm so basically. She's like, oh, I don't want to turn into a little sissy. He's gotta be able to go to, with this girl because this is gonna make him a man if I go to this dance and 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 it's successful in this third grade right stupid it's dance just to put on airs like a lot of people so, do. <laughs> and the funny thing is, the dad is really fancy. Like the husband is just very fancy, mm -hmm. and he's like, well, honey, I can teach him how to dance, and she's like, you can teach him how to do a lot of things. It's just an interesting show. It's just it's it's interesting. Uh, I just expected it to be really stereotypical and racist, but it's not. So what would you? I'm sure there are some episodes. I haven't seen those yet. Right. I've only seen like three episodes. But what would you compare it to for for something like even if it's modern, like between fifties to I guess like early nineties when that's when they stopped doing like actually good TV shows. I would probably say Give Me a Break. Have you seen that show? <sighs> It's probably give me a break in the in the respect that it's probably a little bit beyond give me a break considering that give me a break was like the eighties into the nineties. Okay. And this is nineteen fifty one, so if it's on par with give me a break, it's doing a pretty good job. Would you say that it was revolutionary for the time, or just like a step in a different direction from what you generally would see in cinema with uh, African Americans and white people portrayed in social functions together? I think it's definitely. Uh, you could kind of say it was a step in the right direction. More importantly, it was a glimpse into like these black people's lives, uh, tuned into through a world that we're probably never ever deal with black people because the audience was not black people. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't marketed to that demographic. We weren't watching Beulah. You know what I mean? I mean, I didn't know about it until just now. <laughs> so this was for like the conservative tight. You know, all-American family that wanted safe, fun television for the whole family, which is very strange that this was the show that they did because black people at that same time were seen as, like, villainous, uneducated, yeah, dumb, yeah. comic relief, comedic relief. Comic relief, which is true. So to have a black character... Or typecast. I mean, right. that's, that's you can definitely say that like typecast was bred yeah. in media from like the early 20s to yeah. what, like late 60s? Because it was just like, no, you're this, and this is these are the only roles that you have. I mean, we're even today, we're still kind of doing that. I mean, it's just... It's it's more subtle, and we've sort of become desynthesized to it, but we're still doing it. You know, you got shows like Love and Hip Hop mm. and Housewives of Atlanta. And, I mean, there are countless stereotypical shows that mm -hmm. portray us in a certain way, you know. True, because then you have the doctors and the, TV, and the uh, police and firefighters and all of those shows are all headlining with white demographic yeah. actors and actresses. It's never like... Oh yeah, this is a black lawyer or this is a black doctor. Like yeah, you have them, but it's never like the main role. It's always supporting cast or, or something. It, 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 sometimes it is, but for the most part. But we're in, in still, majority, that's what I mean. Like yeah. the majority, like we're still the count. comedic relief. Of course, we're the oh 
snap. Ooh, son. Damn, your mom's a tight. Ain't nobody got time for that bronchitis and like you know, all of this other dumb for stuff. For the most part, if you want the black friend, it's written in the script. Oh, Crystal, Danielle's sassy black girlfriend. And she'll come True. in, girl, you don't need to talk to him about that. What you need is some of this. Yeah, they put that, that stereotypical black behavior so, or like attitude into it. As, yeah. And that's that's definitely a form of typecasting where it's like, sure, you can be a doctor, but you have to be a ghetto doctor. Or yeah. sure, you can be a firefighter, but you got to be a, you know, a hood fighter fighter. Like it's all this stupid stuff that goes with it instead of just, can you act? <laughs> can you do this role adequately cool go ahead you know what i mean which is annoying i mean you to bring up a point i was watching uh i was watching was a central bullock movie where she's like she's like the the like the the lesbianish like cop and they have to put her in a dress like for this undercover thing oh yeah where she's in the beauty pageant yeah, so that she wasn't a lesbian. She was just like a very hardcore, yeah, tomboyish, tomboyish. no feminine charm whatsoever. Yeah, and they had to change her because she needed to go undercover. So just, I just remember the scene where she's being introduced because I just, I literally just saw this like two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. First time seeing it or re rewatch? Just a rewatch, like okay. like really kind of paying attention. Mm -hmm. It's a really good movie though. And there's a scene where she's being introduced to all the all the pageant all the girls. Mm -hmm. And she's like, and this is Melissa, and this is, you know, Skylar, and then you get to the black girl. Hey, girl. Like, even 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 something as similar in as the that. Patching, like, it's, like, you know, it's, it's, like, it's written in the script that this person's black. Just those two words. Hey, girl. Yeah. And it's like, no, stuff like that. no one else opens yeah. with that. It's just like, oh, hi. Oh, hey. But, hey, girl. How y'all doing? And it's like. Put an uh, ebonics. It's just that's easy. what they call People it. People want a ebonics. label. Like Hollywood loves labels, which is you know. It's, so it's, it's just dumb. always going to be. If if you're written to be black, they're gonna give you something where people can relate. Oh, this is a black person, mm -hmm. and it's always been that way. And hopefully, it'll change. But hopefully, it hasn't yet. So the fact that you've seen these similarities between a show like Give Me a Break and a show like Beulah, mm -hmm. I was about to say, isn't know, it crazy though how you can actually go to times where race and demographic of like social status was so big and serious and find more acceptance than you can now and this is the f and it's like this is supposed to be the future of yeah. prog progression and acceptance and tolerance but you see stuff from 1950 that yeah. was more tolerable than things that we have now in 2020. And you know, I, and the thing about it, the energy that Beulah gives me, I feel like I'm supposed to be offended. I feel like I'm supposed to. I gotta watch it because that's that's interesting. Like, like maybe there's some more episodes to be seen, but I, from what I've seen, I'm like, I'm I'm completely I'm completely okay with all of this so far. You mm -hmm. know, even like she, yeah, she's a little bit man hungry and stuff, but I'm like, that's not really a black thing. That's just like that's, her. Yeah. She's just. I mean, but you always like have that. like even with this is gonna be random to say, but like even with Sex in the City, yeah. you had that one girl who was just like, I need a man, I need a man, I need a man, I want yeah. a man, I got a man, I still need a man. This is that. So it's no, like I feel like they if, write that's like a if anything, average role that they create for women roles in general. And she remember she's the housekeeper. So if anything, she's more of a housekeeper trope than a black stereotype. Mm -hmm. Like 
and the things that she does and says is something that a me like a well-meaning housekeeper would do mm -hmm. she's busy she's got all this stuff to do she's trying to help because she has a life right she's trying to get back to her life she's trying to wrap things up so she's trying to like help save the day misunderstandings happen and oops sorry your your third grader your third grade son is now going to the dance with a sixteen year old girl. Oh, that sounds crazy. You know, whoops, sorry, my bad. Do you know how many episodes it has? I think they did a couple of seasons. I feel like I know they did at least. Oh, I'm tripping. Yes, nineteen fifty 1950 to nineteen fifty. They did at so least at least three yeah. Seasons. They did at least two seasons. They did one with Louise. Uh, they did, I think, uh, they, I think they did one season with Halle McDaniel, and then she. she no, they have four seasons with Halle McDaniel. No, no, just in in total. They and have I know four they seasons. they did Louise Beavers after Halle McDaniel died, and they continued the show with Louise Beavers playing Beulah, as well, which I think is sort of. I mean, I guess you you have to do it. You gotta pick up. It's, like, it's called Beulah, so you gotta. But, yeah. So the 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 concept of the of this episode is. The little boy, he needs a date for this dance. Oh, whoa! They have a lot of episodes. Yeah, they they worked. They were working these people a lot. Like Hannah McDaniel was a busy. <laughs> she was busy. The all these characters were busy. They have third. Nope, still going. I think they have over forty episodes for the first season. Thirty nine episodes. Yeah, and they were on. They were onto something because it wasn't. There was no laugh track, you know. Oh, really? It wasn't. It wasn't. It, it wasn't, wasn't recorded in front of a live studio audience? It wasn't audience. recorded in front of a live audience. It was very in the style, in the vein of sort oh, of Oh, like, so you just have the musical transitions mm -hmm. from scene to scene or just simply yeah. quiet. You just hear like the crackle and pop from the old Which recording. is kind of ahead of its time too because that happens True. in series like The Middle, you know, which is very good at that. It's done in that vein. And, you know, it might have been because they didn't have a sitcom format yet because that wasn't invented yet. I think that happened with mm -hmm. I Love Lucy with Desi Arnaz kind of created that whole system. Right. But the fact they didn't use a... Uh, that was a point for them not to use a laugh track. This is awkward. Yeah. So they had 39 episodes for season one, but they only did 16 episodes for season two. It might have been maybe... The kind of situation where maybe it was a it started as a mid season, and then There's they no took a, a long break, went back possibly. And season then, three has six episodes. Yeah, the fifties was weird, bro. Yeah, hey, let's well, start off really strong and then like let's just slow down. I don't know. The network was like, mm. it was like they had a bunch of faith, and they were like they were still kind of routed with it, and they're like, you know what, we'll give you six. <laughs> In season four. Is seventeen episodes. Yeah, that's really that's an interesting like it's very interesting. episode list. I mean, super long, short, medium, and medium. Yeah, but the show itself, from just from the episode that I watched, this is the only episode that I saw from beginning to end. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, you could show everybody. You, I could show I could show my mom that show, and she wouldn't find anything offensive. Offensive about it, about it? and my mom finds everything offensive. <laughs> Aren't all mothers supposed to find everything offensive? So, yeah. That's interesting. And so it's a cute little show. The uh, Okay, so go back to the plot. You have the, they have to like do this dance, right? And so Beulah's like, oh, I can teach you how to dance. And they just start dancing. And then here, so Beulah and Bill, which is Beulah's boyfriend, they teach the little boy how to dance. And so mm -hmm. he, the little boy gives him the record. He puts the record on. It's like this waltz music. And he's like, what's this? He's like, oh, this is what we have to play. And he's like, 
oh, well, no wonder you can't dance. This ain't the music you can dance to. This is, like, square. <laughs> you gotta dance to this. So he puts on swing. I was about to say swing or jive. And so he comes alive. And so at the, you know, then, you know, the day, his day backs out. And then that's when he had to make Daniel's mom come. I mean, uh. Dorothy Jones just about Yeah, I saw in. that clip. And she's, she calls and is like, she calls, set him up, but then set she sets up, and up she a date for herself. Right. And then she remembers and makes the mistake of calling, not remembering that this is not a little girl. She's like 16. Mm -hmm. And so the little boy's dad takes him to her house and she answers the door. And the woman is like in love with, with his dad. And she's like, oh, hey, how you doing? Interesting thing about that scene is when he when he goes to the girl's house. Anyway, the girl falls in love with him, and he's like, uh, "Oh, I thought you'd be younger." And she's like, "Younger? Oh, please." <laughs> she's because uh, she's already like sixteen, right? But anyway, that's a different that's a different thing. I gotta watch it. So it sounds really good. They go to the thing. No one's having fun at the party because the music sucks. The kids aren't talking. The boys aren't talking to the girls, blah, blah, blah. Basic party. So so Bueller's like, Bill, change the music. Like, this isn't working. So he changes the music and puts it on the swing. And then the little boy shines and starts dancing and stuff. And the teacher's like, oh, my God, I ain't never. I can't ever do you. Get out of here. And the mom's like, don't talk about my son like that, bitch. You know, and then, <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, but that's pretty much what happened, right? She's like, my son's not going to your school anymore. Oh, that's it. <laughs> and she leaves. And so Bueller's like, Oh my god, I'm gonna get fired. I made this mistake. I can't believe I did all this. And so, like, later, Briella thinks she's about to lose her job. And, and so, she answered at the end of the show. She's like, Oh, you, are you upset? And the mom's like, Oh, yeah, I'm really upset. That teacher's a bitch. She can't talk to my son like that. She could have traumatized him. They Nobody didn't say that in the show, like, though, right? No. But okay. Was, she's paraphrasing. <laughs> I'm like, right? This is 1950. They're using the B word. <laughs> and she's like, you know what, your son's fine. He's not weird. He just doesn't like that music. And they play on the music, the swing music. And uh, cut to build in the garage with the little kids dancing swing. And then it ends. And everybody's happy. And the son's not gay. <laughs> so that's the show. That sounds dope. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for another listening to another episode of Wait, Let Me Think. Um, yeah. Catch us on the next one. You can find us on... Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and where else? Every other platform of podcasting. Yeah, see you next time. Bye. We legit. <laughs>